what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. everyone on this nice cool evening amen in the blessing all you ladies didn't have to worry about doing your hair all right that just took care of itself didn't it amen and uh, i don't even know if i comb mine so you know <laughs> it don't matter to me amen uh i just uh just so it doesn't uh, i'm not going outside with a wet head all right praise god for that but we thank you for being here tonight and certainly uh, we have a lot to do a lot to get at tonight we have a lot of prayer requests and we'll mention those in just a little bit let's go to the lord in prayer our father we do love you and we just thank you for your grace that is always sufficient thank you for your faithfulness lord that uh, always leads us and always guides us into truth. And I pray tonight that, Lord, you'll have uh, your will and way in the service. Brother Lansley preaches, anoints his mind, his heart, fill him with thy spirit tonight. And, Lord, just bless in a business meeting to follow. And, Lord, we'll love you. We'll thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Turn to page 456. 456. We'll sing verses 1, 2, and 4. 1, 2, and 4. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. 
ushers come and we'll receive our offering this evening and boy that, that second verse you know I, I don't know if I can ever remember thinking about that verse like and seeing it like that like I just seen it but look at it you've already put your book away but I need thee every hour I need thee every hour stay thou uh, nearby temptations lose their power when thou art nigh boy just think about that <laughs> And uh, Christ is the key, isn't he? We keep Jesus. Actually, we need to keep close to him. He don't need to keep close to us. We need to keep close to him. But, boy, that's powerful, isn't it? And um, temptations lose their power when, when Jesus is near. And he's there all the time. You know, he's omnipresent. He's with us all the time. If we could just remember that, it'd help us to think about what we're doing. That's powerful. Brother Jim, lead us in prayer for the offering, please. <clears throat> Yes. Amen.
stand. We're going to sing our chorus in my life, Lord. We'll sing it through and then shake hands. Take your bulletin, just a few announcements. And uh, if you have any questions about the couples retreat, uh, please see us on that. And um, there's a sign-up sheet down here still for, I think, a shower, um, wedding shower for Rebecca, bridal shower, uh, 127. And uh, I don't know, is there a time on that? 11, 11 o'clock on that. So if you could please sign up for that, that'll help them with the uh, food and all. And then uh, be praying for our rally in the valley. And that's on the 26th, and looking forward to Brother Steve Pickett being with us, and then staying over for Anniversary Sunday. And just as a reminder, we'll have um, combined Sunday school for the teens on up, uh, up here, and then we'll have a meal uh, downstairs after that, no p.m. service. And um, we've got bus visitation scheduled for this Saturday. Now, if we get all this snow on Friday, we probably won't do that, all right? And I'll let you know by church cast, but we'll see how that, all that goes. Uh, otherwise, we'll try to meet here at 10 o'clock, plan on doing that. If you can help, help us with that, that'd be wonderful. And then uh, the couples retreat, that's $200 per uh, couple. And so if you can write, uh, write that down, and you can either just write a check to the church, pay online, however you want to do it, and uh, they'll take care of that. And then um, be praying for the Rochesters. Now, we've been praying for them, for this whole situation um, with Chloe. And so be praying for them, and uh, they'll be with us on the 4th for uh, both services, a.m. and p.m. And so we'll be able to encourage them a little bit, so uh, be praying for that meeting. And these other meetings there you see, uh, please remember those. Happy birthday to Angie this week. Congratulations to her on another year of life. And uh, it's always good to have another year, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. 
All right, why don't you stand with us one more time, and uh, Tony will come lead us another song. Page 261, 261. We'll sing all three verses, all three verses. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God, a place where sin cannot molest, near to the heart of God. Oh, Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us to wait before Thee, near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet, near to the heart of God, a place where we are saved. brief uh, prayer times we can tonight, and I won't read the prayer list. You can look at that if you will. I know uh, Ms. Karen Campbell wants us to be praying for Brother Victor. He uh, got some results back from the doctor and has melanoma, and just waiting on the doctors to call to see what the next step will be, so remember him in prayer, if you will, and then uh, Ms. Kaylee Weaver wants us to be praying for the uh, fam family of uh, Clarina uh, her, in her passing. Uh, she passed away and the funeral will be on this Saturday. So remember that her in prayer and the family in prayer. I'd ask you to also continue to pray for Miss Donna uh, passing of Bill, Miss Evelyn Sexton. And uh, I'd ask you to remember Temple Baptist Church and Crown College in prayer as uh, a uh, lot that will take place in the next uh, month or so with them as far as a new uh, president for the school, new pastor, so forth and so on. So remember them in prayer, if you will. And then, of course, uh, uh, just be praying for Ms. Evelyn and the family that uh, they'll be able to uh, grieve and uh, work through uh, the death of Brother Clarence Sexton. Amen. And so remember that tonight, if you will. 
and uh, remember our uh, services on the Lord's Day. We certainly need uh, to be praying, and then, of course, the rally in the valley coming uh, this month, and boy, couples retreat will be coming at the first of the month, and then, of course, uh, then February is pretty much full of everything, and then we start in March with uh, Missions Month, and so we're just be praying, spend a lot of time in prayer, if you will, for uh, the work of the church here, and uh, so remember them in prayer. Now, uh, we'll just start here and work our way back. Any prayer requests here tonight? Miss Jessie? Amen. Be praying for Brother Kenny. He's sick. Yes. Mm. So you got what everybody else has got or just, just a cold? So he gets working outside. Amen. <laughs> no, that's not even funny. Is it? All right, anyone else? Anyone else? Ms. Don. Okay. We'll be praying for Ms. Donna's family and uh, visitation that will take place tonight and then funeral tomorrow. I believe it's tomorrow, right? Okay. All right, anyone else? Anyone else over here? All right, on this side here. Bert Frankie. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. God's good, isn't he? God's good. All right, anyone else? All right, Miss Mary. Amen. Amen. Be praying for one of Mary's clients that uh, needs uh, people to pray for him. Amen. All right, Robin. We'll be praying for Cash Lawson and uh, his uh, struggles and uh, health issues there. And then, of course, for Ms. Linda Fitzgerald. Uh, she fell and broke her leg and uh, needs will need surgery. So be praying for uh, her, if you will. And I'll be praying for Dennis because uh, she literally did about everything for him. And, uh, and uh, he's in bad health also. So be praying for both of them, if you will, at this time. All right, anyone else? Ms. Chelsea. Be praying for Miss College. She'll get this infusion, and the uh, uh, Lord still, he's the God of red tape. He can work right through it. It's no problem. Be praying for her. Be praying that all this will work out for Miss Kylie, if you will. All right, anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. All right, if... Uh, he's still okay. sick. 
praying for little Hudson as he's sick, and let's continue to pray for Jared, and God will just uh, work in his life and heart. Amen? All right, anyone else? Anybody got any praise or anything like that tonight? All right, if nobody has any praise or any more prayer requests, we'll gather around the altar if you're able, and then I'll close in prayer in just a few minutes. Amen? Our Father, we do want to praise you for your goodness to us. I want to thank you for the blessings that are ours. And Lord, uh, we think of Miss Kaylee's friends uh, tonight, the family there and her passing. We pray that you'll comfort them. And Lord, you'll just, uh, Lord, through all this, you'd get the glory. And Lord, uh, you'd just, Lord, give them the grace that is needed and wisdom for every decision. And uh, Lord, we pray for Ms. Donna and for Ms. Evelyn and the families, Lord. We just pray that you'd meet their needs, Lord, and you'd encourage them. And, Lord, you'd just uh, work and help them tonight, Lord. And uh, we think of Ms. Uh, Coley Rochester, Lord. I pray you'd just meet her needs, Lord. You'd help the family. You'd encourage them. And, Lord, you'd just give them the grace and, Lord, supply every need that they, they have. Lord, we think of Brother Kenny tonight. Lord, pray you just touch his body and raise him up. And, Lord, I know we have others that are sick. We just pray that, Lord, you might, Lord, uh, uh, just heal their bodies and raise them up. And, Lord, we just praise you for, uh, Lord, uh, the young lady that, Lord, uh, just how you worked and you just helped her. And, Lord, she's home. And, Lord, we praise you for that and for cash, Lord, tonight. We pray that, Lord, you'd just meet his needs, Lord. You'd supply the needs of his family. You'd give the doctors wisdom as he treat him. And, Lord, uh, uh, we just think of Ms. Uh, Linda uh, tonight, Lord, and her needs with, Lord, uh, uh, broken bones. We pray that, Lord, you would just uh, help the doctors to be able to uh, mend her body. And, Lord, for Ms. Kylie tonight, Lord, I just ask you to, Lord, help, uh, Lord, uh, work through the situation with the insurance. Lord, she'll get the uh, relief that is needed, Lord. And, uh, Lord, we think of Hudson tonight. Just touch his body and raise him up. 
Lord, for Jared, we pray that, Lord, you'd move in a, a very special way in his life, and his heart, and you'd help him. And, Lord, tonight we just ask you to be a brother Lane as he brings forth the word of God. And, Lord, you might get the glory from it. Lord, you might challenge us from your word tonight, be in the business meeting to follow. Just have your will and way. We'll love you and thank you for what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, well, take your Bibles, if you would, please, and um, find your verse there in uh, John 15. And then also Psalm 119, Psalm 119, John 15 and Psalm 119. And uh, I'll work real hard to <laughs> preach a short message, amen, and keep, not keep y'all too long. So pastor can get at this. <clears throat> All right, well, the Word of God tells us in John 15, we'll just begin reading there in verse number 9, read our text verse. And remember, we're talking about this love of Christ, my love, he says there in verse number nine, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you, continue ye in my love. And so we understand this type of love, it's agape love, he says continue in my love, this love referring to the Father loving Jesus, Jesus loving us, uh, a little bit different word love, but he's uh, referring to this um, affection that he has towards us, this uh, this um, goodwill he has towards us, um, it's, it's talking about to prize and delight. God prizes and delights in his son. Jesus prizes and delights in us. And he tells us, uh, because of that, I'm continuing my love. In other words, put, put that love to action. Put that charity, that's another word that's used for that type of love. That goodwill, that benevolence, that affection. And um, we ought to have that kind of love for the Lord Jesus. And we won't go into that whole message again, but, but do we have that affection? Do we have that love for Christ? And we got into this past Sunday, this love for the Word of God, for um, craving the Word of God. You remember the psalmist in Psalm 119, and you can go ahead and flip over there if you want to. Look with me in verse uh, number 97. Uh, verse number 97, Psalm 119, verse number 97 the psalmist says, Oh, how I love thy law. It is my meditation all the day. And we talked a little bit about David and uh, how God had chosen him. He was a man after his own heart and uh, how God um, used David. But David, David was used by God, and I believe with all my heart that uh, he, he loved the Word of God. And you can see it all throughout Scripture. He loved the Lord. He loved God's Word. He loved the law. He loved the statutes. He loved the testimonies. That's very evident all throughout this, just this psalm. If you were to look at just this psalm, you could come to that conclusion very easily. And so um, just as David had that craving for God's word, we ought to have that craving. We ought to have that love for God's word. He said, oh, how I love thy law. It's my meditation all the day. And you remember we talked about how um, the, God's desire was for the king to, to make his own copy of the law. I believe, I believe David did that. And um, he made his own copy of the law. And he, he says here that he was in it all day. My meditation all day. I mean, he was thinking about it all the time. 
Uh, he loved it that much. He craved the Word of God that much. And so we've seen on Sunday, really, David's, David's desire to love God's Word and that it was precious to him. God's Word was very precious to David. Read, read through this psalm sometime and, and see how much uh, he refers to the law and the Scriptures and the testimony and his love for it, his desire to, to be in it. And so David, David, the Word of God, the, the Scriptures, this craving for the Word of God, it was precious to him. And it was so precious to him that uh, he desired it. It was so precious to him that he declared it. It was so precious to him that he delighted in it. We looked at those things. It was so precious to him that uh, uh, he was daily in the Word of God. It was so precious to him that he departed from those who didn't desire to keep the Word of God. That's how precious it was to him. Uh, it was so precious to him that uh, the word of God, it was delicious to him. And we talked about the honey, sweeter than honey. It was delicious to him. He was directed by God's word. Why? Because it was precious to him. He declined not from the word of God, the Bible tells us in Psalm uh, 119, 51 and 57. Why? Because it was precious to him. David didn't forget the word of God. Why? Because it was precious to him. And so just as the word of God was precious to David, it ought to be precious to us. And we ought to crave, we ought to continue in this love of craving the word of God. Having that affection, that's what another word is used for that agape love, for that charity. It's translated a few times, affection. Do we have that affection? Do we have that love? Do we have that agape love, that charity for craving the word of God? And we ought to, why? Because it's precious, it's precious. But not only is it precious, I think we can see that the Word of God is powerful. Look at verse number 50. Uh, the Word of God tells us in Psalm 119 and verse number 50, the psalmist David says, this is my comfort in mine affliction. Now you can think about whatever affliction you want to, but David went through some affliction. And he says, the Word of God, this is my comfort in affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. It was powerful to David. It, it brought him to life. It made him alive, quickened it. It had an impact on David's life. And so we can see, number two, uh, number one, the Word of God is precious. Number two, we can see the Word of God is powerful. Matter of fact, the New Testament tells us in Hebrews 4.12, it says, for the Word of God is quick and powerful. Powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's how powerful the Word of God is. We're made in the very image of God. The Bible tells us that in Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So we're, God created us in the image of God. God's a triune being. Is he not? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And here he says that the Word of God is so powerful, it will affect, listen, it pierces to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and to the joints and marrow. That's your entire being, your spirit, your soul, and your body. The, the Word of God is powerful. It will affect your life. It will affect my life. It affected David's life. He said, in my, this is my comfort in affliction. Thy word hath quickened me. It was powerful in the, in the life of David. That's the actual word. This word powerful in Hebrews 4.12 is, is actually where we get our English word 
energetic from. It's powerful. It's energetic. I mean, it, it's effectual. That word is used twice as effectual. I mean, it's effective, the word of God is. It's powerful. And so um, I've told you this story, I believe, before. I, I find it humorous how God's word is powerful. And I think I've told you this story before about this um, general secretary of the Bible Society in Zimbabwe, how he gave this passage of scripture one time to a belligerent man and um, didn't want to know anything about God. And he said, I I'm going to roll the pages up and uh, use them to make cigarettes. That's what he told this um, secretary of the Bible Society. And the secretary, this um, Kim Barami, made the guy promise to read uh, the page of the New Testament. He said, just, just promise me to read the page of the New Testament before you smoke it of John 3.16. Or no, the pages of the New Testament. So he read it, and when he got to John 3.16, the man that was smoking it said, I couldn't get, get past it. I couldn't get past John 3.16. He said, I smoked Matthew, I smoked Mark, and I smoked Luke, but when I got to John 3.16, I couldn't smoke anymore. I thought that was, that's the power of the Word of God. And that's just a, a simple illustration of, and there's many, many others. You think about the power of the Word of God had on your life and had it on my life. Hey, it, it brought me to repentance. It brought me to salvation. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It brought every single one of us at some point to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's powerful. It showed us that we were lost and that we were undone. And there's no human way possible for us to get to heaven on our own. God showed us that through his word. We're all undone. All of our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Your, your good is not good enough to get you to heaven. My good is not good enough to get me to heaven. I was listening to Brother Kurt Skelly today. Pastor had told me he had a podcast and he's going through Romans. And I got to the one where he said, there's two ways to heaven. I'm like, what? <laughs> Y'all listen to that? Anybody listen to that? Pastor did. And uh, we was talking about it. You either go your way, which you choose to go your way, which you don't go. The way is keeping the law, being perfect, being without sin. That's what he's talking about. He said, don't think I'm pretty. He said, just stay with me a minute. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can go that way, but that's impossible to go that way. Because all men are sinners. Sin must be paid for. The only way to get to heaven is through the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's two ways. He was saying, I'm like, wait a minute here. The only way is Jesus. And, and he got to that. But, you know, if you try to work your way and be perfect, but that's not possible, Okay. It's not possible. It's a way, but it's not possible. So <clears throat> God's word's powerful. He brought us to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Number, number two, tonight, number three, if you're taking notes, the word of God is not only powerful, but I believe we can see in David's life that it was predominant. If you were to read, and you ought to sometime, it, don't, it won't take you long. There's 176 verses in this chapter. Every Every segment at least has some reference to God's word. Every segment, every eight verse segment has some reference to the word of God. Either mentioning the law, the testimonies, the statutes, thy word. I mean, uh, every segment has something to do and references God's precious word. In other words, it's predominant. Verse number 138, excuse me. Verse number two of chapter 138, the Bible says this. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name for thy loving kindness and for thy truth. And then he says this. 
For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. I, I can't wrap my mind around that, really. But the psalmist, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit of God, says, God has magnified his word above his very name. Hey, at the name of Jesus, the Bible says, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Every knee, every tongue. But God said, I've, I've elevated my word above my name. That's pretty powerful. That's, that's pretty predominant. I mean, that word predominant means having great importance. What do we allow to take place of the greatest important in our, importance in our life is the word of God. Lead me according to thy word. Lead me in thy truth. Thy word is truth. God wants to direct our steps, but he directs our steps by the word of God. That's why we ought to crave it. Yeah, it's precious. It's powerful. But it ought to be predominant. It was, it was predominant in David's life. I mean, just, just read the scriptures. David wasn't a perfect individual. David failed. David faltered. But pretty quick, David got right with God. The same, same thing's possible with us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's what he tells us in his word. We ought to keep short accounts with God. Get right with God. But it, the word of God was predominant to David. I mean, it, it was of great importance to David. I can just in my mind's eye see him pinning the word of God when he became king. And can you, can you imagine the, the work that God did in the heart of a king as he was pinning the holy scriptures? The work that he was doing? I mean, just listen to what, let me just see if I can find the verse. That talks about that. Here it is. Um, that instruction was given in Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. And in verses 18 through 20, here's what it says. And it shall come to pass when he, referring to the king that's going to be coming to the kingdom, when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of that which is before the priests and the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein, all the days of his life. That's pretty predominant. That's pretty important. God says, this, this is it's this important to me. That he makes his own copy and he reads it therein all the days of his life. That he may, here it is, learn to fear the Lord his God. To keep all the words of this law and these statutes and do them. That his heart be not lifted up above his brethren. And that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left. To the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom. He and his children in the midst of Israel. That's how predominant God thought it was. That's how important God thought it was for the existence of a nation, 
for the existence of a kingdom, for the continuance of a kingdom. It's got to be attached to my word and my statutes and my laws and my judgments. If he does that, God says, man, it's, he's going to learn to fear me. He's going to learn to keep these statutes and uh, his heart won't be lifted up. I mean, if he won't turn aside, I mean, he'll prolong his days, his kingdom. And his children in the midst of Israel. I'm just saying tonight, listen, the word of God, yes, it was, it was precious to David. And it ought to be precious to us for obvious reasons. It was powerful. David said, listen, uh, it, it's a powerful book. God desires to use it in my life, in your life, in my family, in your family, in our church to conform us to the very image of Jesus Christ. We ought to realize the predominance of it, the importance of it, and the importance that God has placed on it and realize that it's the most important thing we do every single day. Every single day. I was listening to a, a thing this week trying to get to a new devotion. And the individual that I was listening to, she says, she's, she's, the first, before I even, my feet even hit the bed, the floor, I'm putting the word of God in my heart and mind. I mean, how many times do I get up and check the weather or check Facebook or check Fox News or check what the score was on ESPN? And I got convicted. That's not when I listen to my Bible, but all those other things can crowd, crowd out the time that I ought to be spending in God's Word. So I've made a decision, hey, before I look anything up, I'm going to get in God's Word first. Before I put Fox News in my mind, before I put who won the ball game last night in my mind, before I wish somebody a happy birthday, I'm going to get in the Word of God first so that my time is not robbed because it's, it's, it's predominant. It ought to be predominant in my life above anything else. It ought to be that way of great importance. It was that way to David. At least at some point in his life. Not every day, not every hour, not, listen, but at times it was. And when it wasn't, he suffered the consequences. And, and when it's not in our life, we suffer the consequences. I just want you to, to see tonight, God wants us to have, he wants us to have a love for craving, craving the Word of God, for craving, craving the Bible, craving the Scriptures. He says, continue ye in my love. My love for Christ. So we've got to love Him. If we love Him, we'll love His Word. But we've got to have that love for the Word of God because it's what directs our paths. It's what gives us direction. It's what, it's what it's, it, it just leads us and guides us, and it's truth. And God used His Word in a great way to impact our life with the Bible. It's powerful. It's predominant. It's precious. Father, help us tonight and um, to get a hold of this simple truth that your word, your word is precious, that your word is powerful, and that your word ought to be predominant in our life. It ought to have great importance. There's, there's other things that we don't have time to look at tonight, but we will at a later time. Help us to realize the importance of the word of God, and would you give us a love for the craving of God's word. May we desire it as David desired it. May we um, want, want to realize that it's and understand that it's sweet as honey and may we crave it may we crave it dear God and apply its truths to our lives so that you can bless us through your word thank you so much for your love for us thank you for the promises in your word and for the great salvation you've made available to us that we can find on the pages of scripture if we simply trust you 
we can have the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ. And Father, if someone here don't know the Lord, help them to come to that knowledge before it's eternally too late. We ask all these things in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, Pastor. Reports that uh, we have here, uh, Brother Tony. If you and Brother Frankie and maybe Eddie can help a little bit there, y'all get those and pass them out. And uh, while they're getting, if you if you got one, uh, certainly you don't need two. But if you didn't get one, raise your hand and they'll make sure that you get one. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So that'll be good. Well, while they're doing that, I'm going to call this uh, business meeting to order. And we will have the uh, reading of the minutes from our last business meeting a long time ago. Amen.